Welcome to another informative episode of Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. You've tuned in to one of the many stories from our online publication at add.albertadoctors.org. We're the flagship source of information and opinion of the Alberta Medical Association, advancing patient-centered quality care by advocating for and supporting physician leadership and wellness. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alberta Doctors Digest podcast brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. As always, I'm your host, Editor-in-Chief Marvin Polis. For this episode, we're continuing with our series on the socioeconomic determinants of health, and I'm here at the Foothills Hospital in Calgary, and I'm joined by Dr. Chris Wilkes. He's a child psychiatrist and analyst, and he has some thoughts on the socioeconomic determinants of health. Chris, what's on your mind? What's on my mind is the importance of the social determinants of health and the approach that doctors need to take. So we want doctors to look at the, not just the pathogenesis of an illness, but also the important roles of salutogenesis. And that means what promotes health. And what promotes health is not just access to medical care and having good genes and good uh, determinants in that way, but also access to a supportive environment, clean water, clean houses, supportive environments of good schools, opportunities to work, and a healthy environment free of relative serious contaminants. Now, you've done a lot of advocacy work in your career. So how is that related to the socioeconomic determinants of health? And what do you want to see changed? I think it's important to emphasize at the moment in child psychiatry, we have an epidemic of ADHD, anxiety, depression, eating disorders, self-injury, and use of drugs. And often what happens, those children and adolescents are struggling with frustrations in opportunities to express themselves in in a healthy way. And as a result of that, they end up facilitating dysfunctional relationships and dysfunctional behaviors, such as drug use. When children have an opportunity to play, they develop skills which help them emotionally regulate and share and actually do better in terms of their self-esteem and pride in themselves. So opportunities to physically be active in in playing or activities where you use art facilities, be involved with animals and pets, horses, team sports, for example, football, hockey, are very important activities which help the emotional development of the child and adolescent who is involved in that. None of these things can happen if children and adolescents go to these activities where they're hungry or they haven't slept enough or they're feeling really stressed that they can't tolerate anyone in their personal space because they get into that fight-flight reaction. So children and adolescents and families coming from a chaotic domestic environment or a chaotic social environment are not able to participate in the opportunities in that environment. So what do you think we need to do differently? There are some opportunities that we could promote in terms of access to community sports areas, access to animals in the form of dogs or horses, promoting access to free spaces, so to speak, where you can play in green fields, trees, and skateboards, where there's opportunities to practice your skills. So opportunities for free, unsupervised play and opportunities to develop new friendships are very important. Something that I think I'm hearing from you is that these interventions aren't really medical interventions, but they are all things that can have a positive medical influence. Absolutely. We know that if you're engaged in mindful activities, physical activities like sports, 
involved in yoga, this has a beneficial effect on the body's inflammatory system. And so it has a positive impact on your sleep. It can have a positive impact on the way you eat. And so life consists of polarities, sleep, wake activities, eating and breaks in between. These all are regulated with what are called psychosocial scaffolding to help the children and youth and adults to have a healthy balance in their life. So it sounds like our life experiences have a big impact on our physical and psychological health. And it would be a good idea to make sure that we are all experiencing positive life experiences. Yes, very much so. I I think there's a lot of research now uh, which indicates that if you can see the world in an understandable way, as opposed to its chaos and its violent and its distressing, if you can have an understanding of the world and you find ways to cope with it and you develop a sense of purpose by talking with your friends, talking with your family, that promotes what we call flourishing and good health. If you don't have that, you're in a languishing situation. We know that increases the prevalence, in other words, the incidence of developing depression, things like ADHD, being bored and going to do drugs, being very negative and ending up in fights or acting out in negative ways. So it sounds like it's really important to find out what's going on behind the scenes, if at all possible. Absolutely. So that's the importance of outreach, going to communities, visiting with families, visiting with schools, and promoting healthy activities, not just the absence of an illness by giving medications to treat the hyperactivity and treat the insomnia, treat the psychosis, but trying to intervene at what I call more of a grassroots level and providing social activities which are emotionally rewarding. Great. Well, Dr. Wilkes, thank you so much for inviting me here to your office at the Foothills Hospital in Calgary. Is there anything else that you'd like to say in summary? I think the important thing what we've learned about post-COVID, if I can use that word, is the importance of social connections and the opportunity to get outside and play. Well said. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in to Alberta Doctors Digest, brought to you by the Alberta Medical Association. This has been just one of the many stories from the current issue of our online publication. You can read the entire publication at add.albertadoctors.org. See you next time.